Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Say What You Mean. Me, 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 me. I'm Jeff. Yeah? That was a glitch, dude, in the Matrix. I'm Jake. Yeah. How you doing, Big Daddy? Just tired. Yeah, there it is. Tired. There it is. You look sleepy, dude. I've been thinking about you. I've been wondering. I'm trying to leave you alone and give you your space. Oh, you're good. But even when I do, you still just can't be without me, and you invite me over to meet your son. <laughs> yeah, I was glad that you were able to come over. Um, we didn't have any. We were. We told ourselves like Saturday we're not having anybody over, and uh, and then we got to like Saturday evening, and we were bored, and we're like, let's invite someone over. And Kylie's like, invite Jeff and Jen over. And then yeah. I'm like, oh, that sounds great. Let's do that. So yeah, I invited fun. you guys over. So hell cool yeah, did freaking! I love that picture of him with Cheyenne. That was cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool, dude. That was cool. Uh, gen- Pretty wild. Next gen, dude. Mm-hmm. Hashtag next gen. <laughs> gen X or whatever. What? What is his generation? Gen A. Gen A? Mm-hmm. Is it an A? Yeah. I Why do they do that? Mm-hmm. Is next one B? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. It goes alphanumeric, I think. That is weird. Anyway, so adorable. It was so nice to meet him in person. Babies make me hot, though. I don't really, I don't like holding them. I, I, look, I like looking at them. Mm-hmm. But then they make me out warm. Mm. I'm like, eh. yeah. I don't like. I don't like holding. You got dad arms yet, dude? No, there's there's oh. nothing. <laughs> there there has never been a time outside of my own that I've wanted to hold a baby. Right. Okay. And, I mean, yeah. And I've always like I've taken this approach with people, where um, although I did ask Cheyenne if she wanted to hold him, yeah, that's like the first person I've asked if they wanted oh, to hold him. Oh, okay. Um, because everybody, I'm like. I was like, I always hated when people tried to pressure me into holding sure. their baby. For sure, and dude. I hated, I'm the same way. I hated doing that. Yeah. So for me, it was just like, if anybody wants to hold him, he's in his bassinet, or I'm holding him. Just at, like yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. I'll let them ask. Okay. Because there's a lot of people who are just uncomfortable holding babies. Yeah. Especially babies who are as young as he is. Like he was only like a week and a half when you met him. So yeah. It's like, um, Why do you like that? Hmm? Do you hold them if someone says, "Hey, hold the baby, hold the baby, hold the baby"? No. Most of the time, I'll, I'll kind of like weasel my way out of it i'll create like a distraction dude me too Mm -hmm. i always do that and then sometimes i have been ended up forced holding them and i hate it i hate it every second of it like (laughs) get this away get this away from me i'm gonna like push the button on their head and they're gonna die do you hate it because they're they were forced into it or because you just hate holding babies i just i mean i like holding (laughs) it's your your own is i wonder if you'll be different though later like with other babies. No, so see, I've already thought about it. Yeah. And there's no, no Okay. There's okay. no I don't like holding babies. So I don't like holding babies one when I'm pressured into it or or someone's trying mm-hmm. to pre- the more you pressure, the more I'm just gonna go. No, yeah, I'm good. For sure. I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing it. But also I feel like people get a little judgy sometimes. Like uh, Oh, you're holding that baby a little weird. Fuck you, dude. Mm-hmm. This ain't mine. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. You get a lot of the dead <laughs> you get a lot of the dead fish. Yeah. Like, hold- <laughs> Or the, the ba- or the baker pulling the bread loaf out yes. of the oven. Dude, I, I, that was a beautifully painted image right there. That was so good. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely. They're like, what do I do with my hands holding this baby? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but then people are like, judge me or feeling like people are judging me. Or because I hold the baby, then everybody's looking at you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Get yeah. out of here. But it's different. I think it's different sometimes for me with like family and obviously you guys. Sure. So I wanted to hold Wells. And that's never the case, right? Because mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck about babies. But yeah. it's your baby. So I was like, I definitely want to hold this baby. Which is 
which is weird. I don't know. And maybe I would imagine that there's something there uh, buried beneath these feelings and man boobs about like never getting to have that as my own. So then mm. being fun and have, getting to celebrate that you get to. You sure. know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. So, but don't pressure me into holding your effing baby. I'm not doing it. Yeah. If you're listening, yeah. stop it. I'll never, and I promise I'll never pressure anyone to hold <laughs> my baby. Because, uh, I mean, but also like, as a, there's also a lot of weird people who want to hold babies. And I'm kind of like skeptical mm, of you a little bit if you're overexcited to hold a baby. I mean, it's that's Jen, dude. Well, women are one thing. Oh, okay. I guess I should have been more specific. Okay. If you're a dude and you're oh, like, let dude. me hold that baby. I'm like, you're kind of weird, dude. I was like that. I, I wasn't like that. No, I wasn't you were like the, that. You were the third. I was casual. You, you were the third in line. Yeah, but you didn't see me licking my chops. So. No, I didn't. <laughs> But there, I mean, I don't know. Like, for um, sure. Hey, let me see that. I honestly never that really, been, but I've also really haven't been around too many babies. Like, my mm. the only babies in my family were my cousins, and who I'm not that particularly close with. Right. So, like, or your aunts and uncles. Mm-hmm. I would see. I saw them when they were like baby, and then the next time I saw them, they were six months, and then the next time I saw them, they're like a year. Yeah. Like it's like for sure. It's uh, so I, I never really have had the opportunity to have someone close to me. Mm-hmm. So maybe if like my like if my sister had a kid, I might be a little bit more inclined. For sure. Like that's my nephew would probably hold him. Yeah, definitely. But even friends, close friends like um, my friend Matt's kid. Yeah. Um, love London. Yeah. And uh, now that he's a little bit older and he's kind of toddler. Yeah. Like moving around and walking around. So much more fun to be around. And to interact yeah, with and stuff. Than, yeah. Then like I'm going to hold your baby who's completely helpless. Yeah. But he's not now. Now you're a dad, dude. Now you're a pro. Now you can hold all the babies. I don't want to hold any of them. <laughs> Jake, I, ha- I wrote something down. I want to ask you. You ever have somebody do something that just really makes you realize how endearing they are to you? Or like like you you, you know you like them, but then they there's something that they do that you that kind of makes you just go, whoa. Like I love that person, or like, or, or you feel differently about them just by something that they've done, or or makes you just really enjoy them a little more. Hmm. I mean, I'm sure. I'm trying oh, to come okay. up. I'm sh- trying to come up with a yeah, me specific example. Me neither, dude. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna read you something okay. that that did this for me. All right, guys, get some sleep. Washington isn't expected to release any more ballot dumps until tomorrow afternoon. We're in for a long week. There are juice boxes and orange slices in the fridge if you need a snack. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not joking, Jake. One, it made me laugh out loud. And two, I was just like, and I told you right then, I said, Mm -hmm. I love you, Jake. (laughs) Like, it was just like, it was so random and just, it was in a chat with CJ, but I just thought it was so great. So great. So I had to bring that up. Cool. Well, I'm glad I could... I'm glad I could bring some joy. It's so random. random. So random. Yeah. I loved it. It was a uh, it was a good one. It was a good one. I was trying to channel my inner. Have you ever seen the the show The Newsroom? No, with what's his name from Dumb and Dumber? Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels. Uh yeah. Yeah. If you get a chance, watch it. Is it anywhere? It's on HBO. Oh, how many seasons? 3. Oh, that's not bad. But only the third season's only like six episodes. Oh, okay. Because I think they got like canceled. I'll add it. I'm trying to find things to watch. It is honestly one of the best shows. It's probably one of my favorite shows. Kylie and I rewatch it all the time. Oh, okay. 
Okay. It's uh, it's politi- it's political. I don't care. But um, yeah, it's very very okay. Good. Very very good. A newsroom. Mm-hmm. Newsroom. All right, yeah. I need to add it. I watched a documentary on HBO Max about Sesame Street, like the, like the whole thing about okay. Sesame Street. Interesting. Super cool. Hmm. Just as far as like they were just like, hey, we want to find a way to because like there were some educators and there was one particular woman who was just like watching kids like run around in the in the 70s, maybe late 60s even running around singing like beer jingles. And they were like, okay, these kids are obviously spending enough time in front of the TV to, to be indoctrinated by corporations to sing their beer jingles or cigarette mm-hmm. jingles sure. so they got funding from the government and then united like television makers with educators and basically tried to find ways to make an educational program um that worked through like the same tactics that like corporations use in their commercials to teach them learning essentially okay it's freaking rad it's super cool. I, and then they're just watching about like, you know, Jim Henson coming on and the Muppets and making it fun. And th- dude, I like teaching. It's cool. It's, it, you should, mm-hmm. uh, you're not going to watch it, but I'm just saying if you're ever, no, if you ever, if you're listening and you're interested in like, just like the methods of teaching and approaches to teaching, I thought it was kind of a neat way to, to look at it. Um, Cause they would bring on writers and comedians and stuff who loved comedy, but then had educators talking about like, uh, one one comedian or one writer created the count from Sesame Street, and oh, okay. then the educator was like, "Oh, okay, so you want to work on enumeration?" And he's like, "Fuck is that?" <laughs> so then you're working with the writers to like develop enumeration and learning through these Muppets and hmm. through the show. Okay, but then they would deal with like real shit. One thing I really liked was like the development of Big Bird and stuff, and he was kind of a big klutz at first, but then the the puppeteer was like, I think there's more to him. I think let's portray him more as like a child who really doesn't understand the world and he can kind of be the Muppet that the kids relate to. And there's this shot that they show of this woman breastfeeding her baby and Big Bird's like, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm feeding my baby with my breast milk. And I'm like, dude, that was on fucking television like early, like a long time ago. That's mm-hmm. rad. I don't know. It just gave me, I love Muppets in general. So watching this and then seeing the dynamics of education and teaching and with entertainment just to just to manipulate these little minds mm-hmm. and you know dealing with homelessness empathy with uh, oscar like dude so he was 100 percent supposed to be like his character was developed as like not everyone in the world is pleasant mm. but we can still be around him sure <laughs> Like, he has this song literally about how much he loves rain because it forces everybody inside, and so nobody plays outside near his garbage can. <laughs> dude, it's awesome. Um, As you, I think Oscar is all of us when we get older. Oh, dude. There, there's a, another character. I can't remember who recently that I was like, holy shit. Like, you just start identifying with these either older characters or adult characters from these old shows or or maybe, you know, maybe even like in The Office or something or maybe even How I Met Your Mother. Like, you think that you kind of relate more to one character, but as you age and kind of mature in different ways, maybe you start recognizing different characteristics in other characters. You're like, oh my God, is that me? Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking of us. I've never noticed it, and hopefully it's never me, but Stanley with Pretzel Day. From the office. Oh, okay. And he like loves pretzel day. He gets oh, his the one day of the year he looks forward to, so he can get his free pretzel. Or trying to get out of place work as fast as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dude, that's everybody in the, in an office. Like they, 
I've never worked in an office, but there are certain little idiosyncrasies yes. about office life that they capture perfectly. Yep. And there are people who lose their shit over f- like a free donut. Oh yeah, in the in the in the break throwing room. bows for a free donut. And I'm like, dude, there's literally like a custom do- donut shop just around the corner. Yeah. You can just walk to on your break, and you can Spend buy dollar twenty five and buy a better donut. Yeah. Oh but yeah. Because it's free. Like they lose their ass. Do they do that at your work? Stuff like that? Not really. Oh, okay. My my work. There are a couple people who are like real office. No, I mean, but do they like people, do like but... free foods and stuff? Yeah. Or like, yeah, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. We like during um, um, appreciation week, mm. civil servant appreciation week. They brought us. Oh, that's a bunch cool. Of stuff. My my at the courthouse they do like in in the court admin they'll do literally every day. So hmm. on popcorn day there was a ton of popcorn like different kinds of popcorn you can go get free popcorn there was pizza day there was donut day there oh, was wow. Wait, oh yeah we get oh yeah oh yeah i mean it's kind of slowed down because it's been getting busy and been getting wild but mm-hmm. i'll get these emails like someone's birthday today it happened today someone's birthday today. a bunch of cookies upstairs and i was like i'm not going up there <laughs> i'm not doing that yeah but there's there are people who are like throwing bows to get their way up there even if they don't know the person, they they show up for the free cookie. Dude, there was someone who was having like a baby shower, and I know there was people that showing up to that for free stuff, and then bailing. Mm-hmm. Dude, Jen told me that there was a guy that I think he does. I don't think he works with her anymore. But back when they were in the office and stuff, and they would have these like potluck, not potlucks, but like these food events, mm-hmm. he would bring in uh uh to go containers, and after everybody's done eating, fill it up and take it home. Oh, I be- I believe it. <laughs> I absolutely believe it. I've never seen that, but that doesn't shock me. No. There's definitely people out there like oh, that. Oh, my word. That's a weird. Who te- like, that has to be learned behavior, right? I mean, maybe. I mean, look, maybe it's trauma and we're pieces of shit for judging. <laughs> I. No. Not buying it. No. Not I mean, buying any, it. Anything can be a trauma response. That's right? true. I mean, if there's anything that you that I that's do that just, you don't like, I'm blaming you on trauma. That's just absolute weird that's just that's just i don't know that's just weird social behavior people are weird dude people are weird i have a transition this is a great transition to something i did yesterday so my buddy joe at work okay he i don't remember i don't remember how it got brought up but one day like he was training me one day and like joe and i are very very similar human beings um we both love Portland Trailblazers. We're both obsessed with uh, uh, Big Brother. We both love Star Wars, or we're into a lot of the same things. Sure. Um, and he, I don't remember how it got brought up, but I just was shitting on the trumpet <laughs> at work one day. Like the instrument. Yes. Okay. Like, because I used to play it, and I played it for like a year in middle school, and I was like, "This is the dumbest instrument of all time." I'm just against it. I'm not a fan. And he's like, "Well, I." I play the trumpet. Like, like he still plays, plays the trumpet? What do you mean you play the trumpet, Joe? Well, I play in the Vancouver Community Concert Band. Oh, well, then, Shut he, still, the then fuck he still up. plays the trumpet. And he's like, no, I really do. And I'm like, well, now I feel bad for shitting on the trumpet because you play it. And like, you still play it. Well, don't feel bad, you know, whatever. But I still give him shit like I hate mm-hmm. the instrument. Well, they had a performance last night. And he was like, yeah, we're playing at this park. And I'm like, where? It was six minutes from here. So I'm like, I'm coming, dude. And he's like, no, uh, we're going to be terrible. And I'm like, dude, I'm going to be sitting in the park, hanging out, 
listening to as a concert band. I'll be just fine. It can't be that bad. Mm-hmm. So I get there, and the park is filled. It's a party in the park, dude. They have a amp system, and there's like bumping music, and there's a uh, there's police everywhere, like handing out stickers, and there's a paramedics, and I'm like, hey, can you renew my fucking CPR? And didn't do that, but I thought it because I need it, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then there's like all these sponsors and all the shit. I'm like, dude, this is like a whole thing. And then right in the center of the park, in the center of all this, is like the band. And they're all sitting there in their chairs waiting to get Are ready. Are they the main thing? Like no. It's no. like okay. it's just a, a part of the party, dude. Oh, okay. So they're like bumping. He's like, hey, everybody, in 15 minutes, we're going to hear from the Vancouver Community Concert Band. And I'm like, holy shit, dude. I'm texting him like, this is a whole thing. Uh, so his wife was there with his, his daughter. And so and his, he's got this dog, dude. It's a yellow lab. It's the biggest yellow lab I've ever seen. But I love dogs. So I walk up to them, never met them before. And I'm like, hey. And I only know so much about them because mm-hmm. we talk about it, right? Sure. And I creep on his Facebook. But he was like, go sit with my wife. And I was like, all right, I'll do it. Which I'm doing things that I normally don't do in social situations. But now I'm just like, fuck it, dude. I'll go say hi. Screw it. So I went over there and said hi, and then we talked to her for a little bit, and at 7 o'clock, they, they queued up the music, and they were jamming out, dude. Hmm. They play any bangers? I have a ton of revelations about band that I would like to go over with Okay. Because <laughs> I played in band for a long time. Yeah. I played for like one year, two years, maybe. I played the trumpet for a year, and I said, this is stupid. I'm out. I've never been able to make a note on a trumpet. Really? No. It's a it's a brass instrument. Yeah. Saxophone's woodwind. I know. So it's reed. Yeah, I know. Completely different. But you can still do it. No, you, you can't. You just... That's all you do. No. Yeah, it is. No. It's so much... Dude, it is hard. It is hard to go from woodwind to trumpet. I can I mean, do it. Woodwind to brass. Watch me, bro. Okay, bro. <laughs> My mom played clarinet and i remember as a kid i went was going through the closet like she had a bunch of like all this memory box of stuff and there was a clarinet in there and i was like what is this and she's like oh that's my old clarinet and i was and you know i'm young right so and she was a young mom so i'm like let's see it so she puts it together and she showed me how to play it i don't know how to play it but mm-hmm. it's so weird how your mind works as a child but like i remember kind of teaching myself the notes and then like learning how to do it on a very basic level but mm-hmm. Learning it. Yeah. Um, anyway, so then I played trumpet for like a year, and I was like, this is stupid. I was like, I want to be a percussionist, dude. And then so they're like, hey, sorry, everyone's playing drums, so you can play the xylophone or marimba. And I was like, what the fuck? So I played that for like a year. <laughs> and then I was like, I'm done. I'm just going to go sing. That's all I'm going to do. I'm going to sing. Sure. Um, here's some here's some hot takes. Okay. I have a newfound respect for flutists. Flute. But... The licking of the chops has got to calm down, dude. There was a moment where we're just like dead eyed with this older woman playing the flute and she's got like a pocket piccolo. So she'll be like jamming on the flute, boop, pop out this piccolo and then just start riffing on a piccolo. And I'm like, dude, that's amazing. Well, they're queuing up for one song. I'm not kidding you. And I'm so bummed the audience can't see this, but I'm watching her and she's getting ready for the song. She puts the flute up and she goes. Not even, not even exaggerating to the point where I look at Jen and I go, and she goes, did you see that? And I go, oh, I saw that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's a bit traumatic. But, um, I mean, playing a reed instrument, which is. That's not a reed it, instrument. It is. It's it, has a, an, it, it's ha- a, it has an internal reed. Does it? Yeah. A flute is a woodwind. What? Mm-hmm. 
I thought you just put your mouth on the edge and blew. Yeah. I, I mean, kind of, but I don't know. The flute is... Okay, but come on, lady. Put some chapstick on. I told her she should have just dumped her head in the dog bucket next to her. I mean, that's why, you keep wa- that's why you just keep a, a <laughs> bottle of water next to It was brutal. That's not... Yeah, that's, that's, that's not something But they do. do this little trilling thing. The flute mm-hmm. does? Yeah. I love that sound. Yeah. I don't know flutes what that's... Are, flutes are all right. I mean, they really only have a place in concert van. Look, I think the flute got a bad rap because of American Pie. And I think I've always kind of just... It's oh, been I, stigmatized. My, my, my mind didn't go there in terms of pop culture flute references. Mine went to Yaz flute. Oh, well, yeah. Yaz flute as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm just like, the flute is stupid. But no, this lady might have changed my mind. I've only been in band with a couple of decent flutists. <laughs> And I don't know. It's just I've never been a. It's never really been an instrument that I've seen as a big. Me neither. As a major integral part. Maybe you need to go see the VCCB, dude, and they'll change your mind. And they they have a solid flute section. I mean, this lady was shredding on the flute. Good for her. Solid. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, not fat shaming. <laughs> Fuck! I shouldn't put, say this. <laughs> was that tuba player? Are are they all heavy, Jake? I have never seen I've never seen a tuba player who is not a small talking, dude. Are you talking about like wrap around sousaphone? No. Or like the the holding the, the tuba. The holding one. the tuba. Never. Even the wrap around. There was one there. Not a small they dude. Had a, they had a wrap around sousaphone. I'm pretty sure a sousaphone and a and a and Maybe a it was tuba. a sousaphone. A then. sousaphone and a tuba are the same thing. I think it's it was just, a sousaphone. Sousaphone is for marching band because well, he was it, sitting. it'd be as hard as hell to try to hold up the big I mean, handheld tuba while sitting. you're marching. Yeah, you're sitting. So yeah. I, it's weird that they had a sousaphone for the concert band. But why is that a thing? Even in band, the biggest dude, my friend Cody. Cody. And you need a lot of fucking air. I mean, is that a lot of air from big? Do big dudes have long, big lungs? Big dudes, big lungs. Hashtag. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> big lung capacity. I don't know. I don't know. It's yeah. weird. I want to see. I want to see a small dude playing a tuba. That's what I want to see. If you're out there, or you know someone, or you find it, send it. I want to see it. I'm sure there's. I'm sure there's guys who played um, um, tubas in like swing bands that were not. Oh, your okay. Large. Yeah. What about? Do you guys have like spit in your saxophone? Oh yeah. Do you drain it and stuff yeah, with yeah. the little valve? Uh, there isn't a valve on the saxophone. Oh, how do you get it out? It just dries. The saxophone, for the most part, kind of drains itself. <laughs> It starts to, it'll come out of the keys. Oh. Um, or it'll basically just blow out. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, because the trumpet has like a little valve, you have to like drain it. Yeah. Just because there's, it's so like coily. Yeah. Um, so you have to, yeah, pretty much all the brass instruments you have to drain. Drain them. Most of your, um, as far as I know, like, well, at least saxophone wise, there's no drain. Okay. It's just, that's um, good to know. <laughs> all right. The French horn is the most disgusting instrument. And anyone who plays it is a pervert. <laughs> okay. Have you seen someone hold a French horn? Yeah. Why are they fisting it? Because that's how you tune it. What? Mm-hmm. Pervert, dude. <laughs> it sounds like somebody playing a decent instrument slowly being submerged submerged in water. Mm. It does not sound good. That is not a good sounding instrument. No, it's basically just for harmonics. Yeah. And then you just fist it. Not a fan. Totally judgy of mm-hmm. all French horn players. Yeah, you have to create like back. You have to create back pressure. That is weird. I didn't even Google it. I just wanted to judge it without any information. Sure. I mean, judge away. <laughs> I, I. 
Not I mean, a the, fan. The French horn is never going to be the fixture of a of a of a band. I mean, I always thought like that would be a cool instrument. Not knowing anything about it, I'm disgusted by the French horn. Okay, just put it on a wall for decoration, <laughs> dude. It doesn't deserve to be played. Sure. Um, last thing about instruments, there was a drum set there and a drummer there who was also playing other percussion stuff. But he he's I guess he's in another band and his full kit was there. I have never, ever, and I've been, I played shows, so many shows. I've never heard a better tuned drum set unmiked in my entire life. Hmm. It, it, like, I was floored, Jake. It sounded so good. So good. And it wasn't mic'd, so there was no levels adjusted or anything. It was just so like the toms just had the perfect just reverb it the whole thing it sounded so good i was genuinely impressed and then he was shredding on it too which was kind of mm-hmm. fun to watch but they played uh you know they played the mandalorian theme mm. they played like disney hits so like the uh, disney little mermaid shit sure. like that yeah uh, a lot of like old like marching band like almost carousel type sounding music which i kind of am a fan of that stuff Mm. i like that stuff um and then they played the theme to the incredibles and i mean they played some good stuff cool it was fun it's always good when concert bands play relevant pop culture stuff Uh, Hmm. so when are you joining never dude you got to get your chops back no come on dude no what is your favorite song to play on saxophone my favorite song that I've like ever played, yeah. played, um, my f- was "In the Mood" by the Glenn Miller Band. Band. Um, I don't know if I know that song. You know it. You know, <laughs> you know it. it. It's the, one of the most recognizable jazz songs, like swing songs of all time. Oh, okay. Um, what song do you think you'd like to hear a concert band play? I mean, I've always really loved hearing, um, like when I was in concert band. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun playing like the Jurassic Park theme. Oh, okay. Uh, I had a lot of fun playing um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, that would be a good um, one. That one was fun, especially because of the arrangement we had really featured saxophone. So we had a lot of the melody. Mm. So that was a lot of fun. Okay. Um, I like, I'm not a huge fan of, I like or- classic orchestra stuff. Okay. But in terms of classic just band, mm-hmm. it stick with the relevant, like, like modern relevant hits pop culture stuff okay and i don't know yeah this is my own personal preference okay. uh i put indiana jones theme or back to the future theme i don't think i've ever heard either of those played by a band but i thought mm. that would be kind of fun oh, okay uh, star wars i mean i think was when i was in middle school band we attempted that right but yeah it's middle schoolers so and it sounds like trash mm-hmm. uh you okay. get a few squeaks and squawks mixed in there yeah dude i don't understand that and it's because I don't play these instruments, but I feel like if they're keys, you just hit the key. The key isn't what causes the squeak. Is it the pressure? It's the reed in like your lip placement on the reed. Well, learn how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're talking to sixth and seventh graders. No, I'm talking to anyone who's in a concert band. If, if I hear a- you honking, you're 40, dude. <laughs> you got to go. <laughs> that's pretty bad. <laughs> I'm sure it's happened to everybody, but yeah, that'd be pretty bad. I don't know, man. Maybe I should go buy a trumpet and just give it a shot. <laughs> trumpets. I mean, I love the sound of trumpets, especially in jazz, jazz swing, big band. Yeah. So 
I mean, honestly, if I'm going to be honest, and hopefully Joe isn't listening, but um, it kind of changed my perception of trumpet a little bit. Like, oh, yeah, that's not too bad. Because there's way worse instruments like the French horn. <laughs> trombones. Are, I mean, I, trombones are Trombone cool. is dope as shit. Mm-hmm. Why aren't more people talking One, about trombones? The, the, the thing with the trombone is I always found tr- with like trombonists is like, you're just like, there's seven positions. Okay. On the slide. Uh-huh. And so you don't have an actual like, because trumpet, you've got the three keys and yeah. it's like the different um, combinations of the Very three defined. keys. Very defined. The trombone, it's like, you have to hit the exact spot on the slide there's no actual for sure like stop there so you kind of have to know where the feel is for that note for that note but strings are the same way Mm -hmm. there's no i mean you guess you have you have frets though i mean most of the time they don't violins don't have frets their upright basses don't have frets it's Mm -hmm. just the feel of knowing where it is yeah that's fucking wild dude that's a great point Mm -hmm. that the trombone is the only brass or woodwind instrument that's like that. more people need to start talking about the trombone because i was thoroughly impressed with just the tone and the sound of the trombone Mm -hmm. the trombone's cool especially in um jazz jazz and swing did you play in a jazz band too yeah that was my favorite my i love playing in jazz okay that was my favorite well that's all i have i want to play in the mood really quick (laughs) this was like we played this so much okay let's hear it Have you ever heard this? Yeah, I've heard okay, it. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I think it's in like every movie ever. Yeah, it is. But this, it is so much fun to play that because it's all saxophone medley. Right there in the beginning? That's trumpet. Oh, okay. Trumpet's the beginning. But then the do da da do da Yeah, yeah, yeah. Da, da, yeah. And it's then, like you're scatting on it. Yeah, and then you've got, like and pooping. then there's there's um, a uh, a duo solo that mm-hmm. where they call back, the, tr- the lead tenor and the lead alto call back to each other mm-hmm. through in like a back and forth solo okay. in the middle of that song. It's a lot of fun when you're, especially when you're the first alto and you, you can Were just, you? Yeah. Oh, my, fucking subtle, my, humble. My, <laughs> my senior year I was, and my eighth grade year I was. Real and subtle, so dude. Go back and forth yeah, yeah. with the tenor. It's a lot of fun. Dude, you're that good? I was that good. I'm not anymore. I tried playing a little while ago. How little, long is a little while ago? Uh, like a month ago. Look, I know I know a way that you can get your chops up. I need to <laughs> send my saxophone in and get the, the, oh, you did say the that. pad. So I fixed the cork on the neck, but I, they also said I have like $200 worth of pad fixes. Dude, I, I know a guy. You know a guy. Oh, Jeff? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. He would do, he would figure out how to get you it for cheap for sure. Okay. Dude, he sold me a bass amp at cost. Really? Yeah. Okay. He didn't get any profit from it. He sold me for what he bought it. Wow. Yeah, dude. That's you right. Just, you just got to be nice to him. <laughs> I'm nice to him. I like Jeff. I'm 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 not nice to him. <laughs> Did you hear me giving him business advice? Were you there for that? Yeah, I was <laughs> sort of listening to it. Oh, so stupid. Anyways, <laughs> dude, I don't want to say anything about what's happening in here as far as elections because this comes out tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And we might know something that we don't know now, tomorrow. And if we, if we make, I don't know, make something that's in favor of someone you don't want to win now, mm-hmm. then it'll work in our favor tomorrow. Yeah, no, you got to be careful with my predictions. Yeah, so. no. So don't say shit. Yeah. But otherwise, how are you feeling about the world of politics and the world of what's going down? Well, of the races that we do know, 
um, throughout because there were more than just Washington primaries yesterday. I haven't watched anyone else. And there was Arizona, uh, Michigan had okay. primaries. Oh, there was something I did want to share. Go ahead, um, I mean, there's of the 17 Trump backed of the 17, there was 17 races called yesterday in primaries around the country. And of the 17 that had been called, 15 of the 17 Trump-backed candidates won their primaries in Republican primaries. Oh, whoa. So it shows the strength of Trump within the party. Yeah. Um, The absolute abomination that is Carrie Lake, who is now the Republican nominee for governor in Arizona, Mm -hmm. who has not just dog-whistled, but straight steered right into anti-Semitism, anti-LGBTQ. She has like a person who literally just follows her around. She does videos with this guy, talks about hunting Jews, and she what? does she does videos with this guy. Yeah, just Carrie Lake is an absolute atrocious human being. Um, she was the chair of the Arizona Republican Party. Uh, she was the one who censored, um, censored John McCain when he was dead. She yeah. censored... Um, uh, Rusty Bowers for speaking to the January 6th committee. Yeah. She now is the Republican governor for Arizona. Although, think Wait, f- is the governor? She's the she's the, the Republican nominee. nominee for governor. Okay. Looking at the polls, yeah. Um she performs the worst out of all of the other Republican candidates against the the presumed Democrat nominee. Okay. So, I mean, this might be how Trumpism ends. They win all of their primaries but then lose the majority of yeah. battleground decisions and then they're done yeah. right so i don't know there's two ways there's a that's oh the op- that's, my god that's the, op- that's the optimistic yeah um way of looking at it the other thing is is that dude these people are winning elections yeah and there is thousands tens of th- hundreds of thousands of people voting for people who are liars mm-hmm. they're liars because you can't say you can't question the legitimacy of the 2020 election and not be a liar Right. In politics. Right. Like, because there is no evidence. Mm-hmm. You're just saying it because it is something you have to say now. Right. So you're choosing to lie to your constituents. I mean, is it news that these politicians are liars? Yeah. I mean, there, there's a difference between saying, I'm going to go to Washington, D.C., and I'm going to pursue this okay. and then never actually do mm-hmm. because you realize, oh, I'm just one republic. I'm just mm-hmm. one congressperson in a house of 438 other congresspeople. Right. And I mean, absolutely, basically nothing. Mm-hmm. Or, or, I mean, is that lying? I mean, that's going to create some apathy right there. That it's, <laughs> I'm going to clip that. <laughs> One, I mean, what all? I mean, does our one vote out of three hundred something million, three hundred something million plus people in the United States, does our one vote really matter? No, it doesn't. But you still vote on the national scale. No, like election. Yeah, you're on saying the, on the national scale, does it matter? No. I mean, doesn't matter. Then why do we say it does? Because it do, because <laughs> because overall the yeah. aggregate it does matter. Right. If no one thought it mattered, then it would mm-hmm. matter. Mm-hmm. So it matters because you make it matter. Right. But ultimately, the, pow- the the relative power of one congressperson to affect change is very, very minimal, especially if you're not in a if especially if you're not in a uh, in a leadership position within the party. So, right. Um, but yeah, I don't know. My, my point being is that, uh, I, yes, we know politicians mislead oftentimes. Yeah. Um, 
I'm just being sometimes, the some sometimes downright lie, but antagonist. This is just this is lying on another level. This mm-hmm. is purposefully deceit. This is purposefully deceitful, and not only that, it's it's insanely destructive to our overall democracy. There was something interesting I saw today um, uh, for the Alex Jones trial. Oh for yeah, Sandy Hook. Mm-hmm. Did you see anything from that? Yeah, I saw that About- his his uh, lawyer sent all of his text messages to the opposition lawyer. I did not see By that. accident. <gasps> and Jones didn't know it. And so the opposition lawyer, the, the, um, prosecutor, the prosecutor yeah. was like, um, you're 12 days ago. Your lawyer sent me every text message you have sent for the last like 10 years. I have everything that you told me that you have said, and I know you lied to me. And when I reached out to your lawyer to correct the mistake and ask him if he, because I required to, to see yeah. if he wanted to protect any of that information, he still didn't get back to me. So now I have complete access to use them as I see fit for this trial. Oh, Alex Jones is completely God. fucked. So during the trial, the I'm assuming the jury was not in the room during this uh bit of deliberation or whatever between the judge and him but she was like you are done lying you are under oath stop lying i shouldn't have to tell you that you're under oath and not to lie but here i am so do not lie you are not going bankrupt you are not you know she lists out a few things she's like none of these things are true stop lying and he responds with, well, I mean, I, I didn't I didn't think I'm lying. I don't think that I'm lying. I think that these things are true. And she said, what you think is true does not matter. That's why we are here. Mm-hmm. That is why we are here with Sandy Hook. Yeah. Because you said things that you thought were true. That weren't. That were not true. And that, I think, kind of reflects what you're talking about as far as these liars. Mm-hmm. And, and and they might just be saying it's a lie, right? To win, right? But that trickles down to individuals who are repeating things mm-hmm. because they think they are true. Yeah, They think they are real. Mm-hmm. But in no way are they factual or proven. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Okay. So what's So we're screwed then? No, not necessarily. <laughs> I mean, these are just primaries, I right? Know, I know. It just it shows the the hold that the ex president still has on his it's party. Terrifying. I mean, he's had a mixed bag. Like, not all of his people are winning. Mm-hmm. Um, Mehmet Oz, uh, who is the Republican nominee for Senate in Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. is like ten points down mm-hmm. to the Democratic um, senator, and that's an open seat that was filled by a Republican. Mm-hmm. Um, if anything, it looks like. Oh, interesting. If anything, Trump is costing um, the Republicans a legit, I mean, a shot at taking the Senate. Yeah. So it looks like um, best, like best case scenario, the Republicans only take the House by a, by maybe even a slim margin. Yeah. So I mean, um, Trump is doing. Trump may be getting wins against mm-hmm. the ever shrinking Republican base because there is a lot of exodus from moderate republicans who are just like f this I, that's not my party yeah there are a lot of us now mm-hmm. especially after january 6th mm-hmm. and um not a lot but a, a significant amount to where it's going to be hard for republicans to win 
marge like battle mm. battleground seats. Yeah. Anything that is actually purple is going to be hard to win. Yeah. Whereas I mean the deep deep red districts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's that's Trump I mean that's Trump country like right. no matter who is the Republican candidate is winning there. Mm-hmm. But it's increasingly hard for Republicans to win marginal seats so are there any other primaries that operate like washington's not that i can think of it for federal oh okay um for federal elections okay the that's interesting yeah the um it is interesting why why washington has nonpartisan primaries for mm-hmm. its federal elections mm-hmm. but they do mm-hmm. um pretty much every other state that i'm aware of i mean there's a lot of local Polit- a lot of local elections are nonpartisan yeah. offices. Yeah. So they're nonpartisan elections. Mm-hmm. But in terms of filling an actual like partisan seat yeah. and not having a partisan primary, yeah, I think it's fairly unique to Washington. That is weird. Um, and I start, I was trying to think of why Washington would do that. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I can think of is like, I guess a, a potential upside of it is that it does give, it, it decreases the party deadlock and in, in it, gives mm, yeah because there will only actually be two people on the ballot in november whereas in any of these mm. other in, in any of these other races yes you've got the part the party primary right. but then anybody else claiming to be from any other party can also be on the ballot in november whereas mm, yeah, in, yeah, yeah. whereas in the nonpartisan primary the top two regardless they they weed those all of those right. other people out in the primary and it focuses on just two. Right. But if someone from a nut from not one of the major parties is able to get into that final two, they mm-hmm. have a legitimate shot yeah. at actually getting gaining a seat. Yeah, it was interesting to me. I don't want to get too much into what's happening because we don't know results or we don't know anything. I mean, you can if you want to, but then we're putting your predictions out there. No, we don't want me to put my <laughs> predictions out there. But I did think it was super interesting just the discussing the way that that the the split the vote Republican vote is split by three individuals, mm-hmm. and that causes uh, it's interesting to watch. Yeah, right because you don't know you know they're all vying for a quote demographic or a quote you know political party, mm-hmm. but it's split three ways. Yeah, and that makes it you know you're looking at the Democrat who's got her you know all the Dems are going to vote for her because there really isn't any competition. She's the one Democrat, right? Yeah. So for Republicans, it's split three ways, and now you're vying for that one position to go to the top two. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. That's weird. I didn't know that we were the only one who did it at that federal level. Yeah. But I, I, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know if I'm necessarily opposed to it. I mm-hmm. think it's kind of neat. Um, and it's, I, I mean, it still works out generally as one Republican versus a Democrat. Right, I mean, right. that's how it ultimately works out. Mm-hmm. But the door is open there for yeah. That's not bad for potential. Is it? I mean, I, w- I mean, I don't know. What do you think is more likely an independent or a non-major, a member of a non-major party, say libertarians, mm-hmm. to gain a seat in Congress? Mm-hmm. Would it be running in a general election, um, or trying to be a top two finisher in a nonpartisan primary? Probably nonpartisan primary. Yeah, right. I mean, both are very slim. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Well, now you never know. Yeah, now you never know. Yeah, because I mean, the Republican Party is fracturing. Yeah. Well, and I think I saw Andrew Yang and some other like uh, moderate Democrats and Republicans. Oh, or Yang's not a moderate Democrat. No, Yang and other quote. I'm air quoting here. Oh, mo- moderate oh, mo- Democrats okay. and moderate Republicans are like pitching this third party 
that they're going to develop. I can't remember what they called it, but I saw something about that. Mm. Who knows? In order for that to be any sort of relevant, you have to have the financial backing. Yeah. And is anybody going to financially back a party if they don't think they can get anything out of it? They might. I don't know if they would do it if they can't get anything out of it. They would definitely be getting something out of it. You can only get something out of it if they have enough seats and power to affect policy. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. It's so much easier. We to, need to get money out of there, dude. It's much easier to control parties when there's finance. When there's, I'm telling, man, with the most probably one of the most consequential decisions that the Supreme Court has mm-hmm. has ever made was Citizens United, mm-hmm. yeah. allowing allowing yeah. corporations to basically act as individuals in their yeah. campaign donations. Yeah, that destroyed American politics. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go back and read on that ruling because that's fucked up yeah it's fucked up yeah i it's it is probably one of the most in terms of like for like political like our political culture yeah. is one of the most consequential yeah decisions yeah hmm, that would be interesting to look into maybe we should do something like that and anytime there has been any whisperings of campaign fine like campaign finance reform yeah that shit gets squashed really yeah i mean if you, you like i mean it makes sense there, right, i mean but... i've i've watched multiple inter- i've watched multiple interviews with ex-congress people or even current congress people like you when you go to washington you spend the majority of your time there not working on in crafting policy mm-hmm. especially when you're a junior you spend the majority of your time at the at the party headquarters making um don't like making calls for donations yeah like you, you're just part of the party machine, and then they count on your vote, your rubber stamp vote on anything the party says to go for. Mm-hmm. I mean, what part of that, what part of that screams original intent? Yeah, by the framers. Yeah, right. The framers. Right. Did, I mean, Jefferson. Majority of the framers did not want parties. Jefferson was opposed to parties. Yeah. Specifically, because people become more allegiant to parties, and parties become way easier to control the members. Mm. of like the members of the party yeah um especially in, in a republic so it's uh yeah this it's just uh mm. dude this party duopoly has the party duopoly has to end yeah and i always laugh at people saying we have to we have to pass a law changing the two-party system and i'm like dude the two-party system isn't a law right it's funny to me that people think it's a law it's not it's just the way Do our, people say that I hear I hear I hear a lot. I mean honestly like I said a million times on this show there's a lot that I just didn't know until I till I knew it right you mm-hmm. don't know it unless you learn it there's a lot of ignorance yeah in our about our political system yeah a lot of ignorance I still have so much I don't know shit that's why I'm here listening to you <laughs> that's right there I mean and I, did, and I don't know shit <laughs> Stop that's, why it. I go, that's why I go and listen to people that's true right mm-hmm. no, that is true that's a good point Um. Well, I don't know, man. It's at least it's just the primaries, but it's still anxious. You've been refreshing your phone like <laughs> ever since you got here. Yeah, I mean, it's fr- I mean, there's frustrating too. I see a lot of the the never like the the never Trump Republicans. I follow a lot of them on Twitter, and they're really pissed right now. At Democrats, mm-hmm. um, Kissing, Kissing, Kissinger came out and was like blasting Pelosi because um, uh, Congressman Major, who is from the Michigan Third. Mm-hmm was one of the 10 Republicans to vote to impeach in the House. Yeah. Uh, lost his primary to a Trump pact. Mm. Um, mostly, well, I don't know. You can see he blames he blames Pelosi and the yeah. Democrats because a ton of money, a ton of money 
went into the Trump back from Democrats went to the Trump back challenger or for anti-measure uh, campaign. Okay. Because they because right now, um, five thirty eight waits the Michigan third after redistricting a plus two uh, Democrat lean district. Mm-hmm. So they feel like that is a place they can pick up a seat mm. if the re- if it's not a moderate Republican who's been like incumbent there for a long time, they feel like if it's a Democrat versus one of the biggest Trump MAGA people right. ever, it ensures they're going to pick up a seat. Right. And Kinzinger is like, would he's like, I find it really disingenuous when I hear Democrats say, where are all the good Republicans? And then you go and mm. you, you basically kick one out of office to pick so you up your you seat can, yeah. so you can get a seat. Yeah. So, so cry me a river. If you you're like, you're playing a dangerous game. Here. Yeah. You're gambling on winning. Yeah. You're gambling on your people showing up in November and maybe they will. Yeah. Maybe they will. But what also was, I mean, I don't know. It. Who knows what the future is going to hold? But is that is that is that Democratic seat sustainable for a long period of time? Right. Yeah. Or is it historically um, Republican district that is now slightly Democratic because of a slight change in redistricting mm-hmm. in two in in two years when that Democratic candidate is now up for reelection? It does the politics of the chain of the time switch enough that all of a sudden now you're not favored anymore and you that what would have been a solid republican moderate seat Mm -hmm. for a long period of time now goes to a now just two years ends up going to a a, to a trump to a maga bro to a maga bro you don't we don't know right but it's it's anytime you're playing that kind of politics and you're allowing opportunities for trump backed candidates it's a scary proposition it's a scary game to be playing so I mean I kind of side on on mm. on uh, with Kinzinger there. It's mm-hmm. like you're kind of um, Adam Kinzinger being one of the January sixth chair uh, committee chairman. Mm-hmm. He's a Republican. He lost he lost his seat. To, he was gerrymandered out of his seat by oh, the yeah. Illinois by the Illinois uh, State House. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, hmm. There's something you said that um, that he said. Just as far as like, um, uh, I don't know. It's just it's insane to me. Just the it, the willingness to gamble, right? Mm-hmm. Um, who knows? Like you said, who knows? Who knows who's right and wrong in this in this make in this in this shot? Right? You're taking your shot, but is it is it going to be worth it? Is it going to be sustainable? Is it going to last? Um, oh, it was opportunity. Mm-hmm. You're talking about like now we're giving now because of this gamble. And not not just I'm I'm not I'm talking about there I'm not specifically talking about everywhere else but now we have all these MAGA bros with opportunity mm-hmm. yeah that's and, scary and they have they have platforms yeah um, money money behind them because mm-hmm. now they have the party's nomination yeah um, and I mean I've said before going into these primaries it's not necessarily like we have to forget party allegiance. You mm-hmm. have to suspend party allegiance, at least for the time being, because ultimately the most important thing is preserving democracy. Um, and okay. making, and making sure that there's people who are, uh, we're electing people regardless of party who are going to vote, who are going to at least vote to certify a legitimately held election. Yeah. So what about like Oregon where I don't know if it's changed. I'm pretty sure it's the same, but like you have like you're required to vote for what you registered. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the primaries, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fucked up. In the general election, you don't have to, but in the, you're you have to 
you can only vote in the primary of your political of your political party unless you're an independent unless you vote register as an independent then you then can you can, vote. you can vote in either one. Oh my god that's obnoxious mm-hmm. but that's that kind of spits in the face of what you're saying it's like we have to like kind of ignore party allegiance and and be able to make a choice based on I don't know, not party, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just saying, like, okay, what, what, my example being, take the Michigan third mm-hmm. for an example. Yes, for political expediency and your own political, like, your own political party's uh, self-interest, it is probably, you have seen a better chance of your candidate beating a mega bro in that particular race. Right. For you to pick up a seat in what's going to be a very close midterm um election mm-hmm. where the democrats are likely to lose their majority but if you're going to gain it you have to win seats like right. this seat yeah you're going to have to take that seat so you're ga- like so like i get why i get the interest For sure i get the interest there For sure but you could have ensured that neither of the candidates up for re-election were going would vote to decertify a legitimately held election in 2024 mm-hmm. right 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 because the people you're electing today will be certifying the election in 2024. Mm-hmm. They'll still be in office, even if they're lame ducks at that point. Right. So, the... Um, Instead of two people, now you have the possibility of maybe one... Of one. Who wouldn't. Who wouldn't. Right. Yeah. And that's what I'm getting at is maybe not suspend party allegiance, but suspend self party-specific self-interests for, okay. the, for the greater good. People are selfish, dude. Of course they are. They don't care about other people. They don't. No, but I thought that the party who is championing being pro-democracy would be a little bit more amenable yeah. to uh, pairing with I mean, look. Their bro- pairing with their brothers across the, across the aisle who are standing with them not on to, the thing that really matters. Yeah, not to toot my own horn here, but I did it. Yeah. I... <laughs> And I applaud. I mean, I I applaud you doing that. And I encourage others to do it, who I know did it. Really? Oh yeah. Who cool. were like, I I laid it all out, and they did it. Wow. They were like, you know what? That makes sense. I'm gonna do it, and they did it. Wow. Well, dude, I'm I'm I, nobody can hear. I'm smiling from ear to ear. Yeah, I know you really, are. That's really cool. Because I'm not really going cool. to let. If it's it goes to the one person vote, right? What does my vote matter? But if I can convince them, mm-hmm. not convince them, but just lay it out and make your decision with the information I've given you. Now my vote just turned into two. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. But it, it was a conversation had mm-hmm. um, that stems from this and you and our friendship and the show, which is great. But there, w- there was enough people who I had talked to to actually make that concession mm. of saying there's more at risk here than me just wanting to just for my greater good or for my good. Right. Mm-hmm. We can address that when we get to the actual election. Sure. Right. I, yeah. I mean, I, I look forward to the day that you and I can actually sit here and have legitimate disagreements over policy because I mean, I'm sure they exist. Oh yeah. But we've never had that opportunity because the greater threat has been something that is like 
everything else, all the little squabbles on the edges of policy that right. any of us can have that would normally be topics of debate yeah. are just so minuscule when you talk about the major the major threat. threats. Yeah. Like Orange Man and his and his people. Minions. Grew in his minions. Yeah. I mean I to 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 like on a pot like the positive note is that Democrat generally what happens is the party in power and the following mid the party that wins the presidency in a general in the like the general presidential year election usually has a big drop off in that next year's midterms. Right. Because generally there's kind of like this collective side. We did our job. We got it. We're and done. We don't have to pay attention right now. Yeah. And the other side is we fucking lost. We're pissed. We need now it's easier to get people riled up because it can be like, boom, those people are, these are the bad guys. You need to vote. You need to get back in office. So right. you can rile up your base. They show up and they vote in the midterms. And usually the Congress swings back to the, the opposition party. And that's just kind of how it goes right. in the United States. So historically there's usually down, like usually the party in power has lower turnout especially in primaries that wasn't the case mm, okay at least in the re in the primaries that have happened mm -hmm. especially last night's primaries yeah voting amongst democrats was significantly up interesting um from 2018 to 2022 okay um the, sh the democrat like i was reading um 538 and cnn were both like the washington third was much more blue than we anticipated mm. now don't get too fooled by that because yeah. if you were to tally up all of the republican votes mm -hmm. the percentage of yeah. republican votes um compared to the one democrat you're talking about like a 65 35 split what do you mean well if you tallied up all of the the percentage of votes for her butler yeah. uh kent and heidi st john uh -huh. it's that those three would be 65 percent of the total vote gotcha. share Whereas Marie Glusenkamp Perez mm -hmm. is at thirty two percent. Sure. So you would have to, it's likely to assume that come the general election. No, 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 no. Come the general election. No, 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 no. Do you really think that Glusenkamp <laughs> no, Perez can make up shit. a thirty point difference? Look, I just explained I to you my whole method. <laughs> <laughs> I am the reason why. No, I know what you're saying. <laughs> but but that wasn't the goal. The goal yeah. is to ensure that we have at least two candidates who will vote to certify the twenty twenty four election the twenty twenty four presidential right. election. Right. Because there is a legitimate chance that Trump is the nominee and loses mm -hmm. and he cries foul and he has enough lackeys in the Senate and House this time to actually make a dent. To actually throw it back to the states to, is he gonna to accomplish what he wants the party support if he wins the primary they will support him yeah but apparently the primary i mean i think you sent me this article mm -hmm. um that the party said like because they've been paying his legal bills yes yep and they That's said why I if, asked. if you if you um if you announce before the midterms we will stop paying your your legal bills mm -hmm. i mean he's toxic i don't think the i think quietly from what I read, people people that I read who are like like have been lifelong Republicans. I'm talking mm -hmm. like Max Boot, Joe Walsh, the Lincoln Project guys. Mm -hmm. um, they, you know, with their connections, they constantly are saying stuff like what they won't. What what people are saying out loud mm -hmm. is not what they're saying behind closed doors. Yeah. The party does not want Trump. 
I would imagine. The majority of the party does not want Trump. And so they're going to do everything they can. And I can tell you, when they really mobilize and want to oust somebody, they can see that fucking idiot from North Carolina, the guy, um, what the fuck is it? Madison Cawthorn, mm-hmm. uh, Trumpy Humpty. What uh, are you talking about? You don't know who the guy in the wheelchair? No. You don't know who Madison Cawthorn is? No. You've never heard of Madison Cawthorn? No. Well, I mean, you're lucky. Uh, okay. <laughs> he is like Matt Gates, Marjorie Taylor Greene, like worse than those. Like okay. if you were to wrap up Lauren Boebert, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and Matt Gates into one person, I give you. There's no way this person's that bad. I give you Lauren, Lauren, uh, Lauren Bo. Uh, the fuck is, um, the fuck's his name? Madis- Madison, Madison Cawthorn. The reason I call him Humpty Trumpty is because there's a video of him naked humping his cousin's face. Like, wait. He's the guy who said... Like, on a bed? Yes. I think I saw that. Yeah, that's Madison Cawthorn. He lost his primary. Oh. Because the Republicans... He he went on some, like, uh, three-percenter, okay. like, wannabe military yes. guy's show and was like, yeah, I get asked to orgies all the time, and all of the Republican all the Republican senators on the Hill just do key bumps of cocaine and have orgies. And he that the party establishment turned on him so fast they they t- pumped millions of dollars into his challenger his primary challengers uh candidacy yeah got democratic crossover and got, and he lost his he lost his primary <gasps> oh whoa so when when they want to mobilize against yeah, somebody yeah they will do it they i didn't just, know any of that they, happened they just have to have they just have to have the incentive to do it yeah and if ronda if they think that ronda santis God help us. Ron DeSantis can... Would you prefer can, DeSantis or Trump? Is DeSantis because he's competent? Yeah. But you're going to look at the same... I would never vote for either one of them. Yeah, right. But if I had to poison pill one, yeah. I would take... I mean, I it's would, not I would really take DeSantis. our choice. No. So, but that's a reality. Mm-hmm. Those are the choices. <laughs> I mean, more than likely, that those one of those two will be the Republican nominee. Yeah. If Trump's not indicted. Yeah. But he's preparing a legal defense. Really? He already has lawyers making a legal defense. And the people there, like, basically trying to say Trump didn't know any better. He got bad advice. <gasps> and um, he's trying to set up fall guys. Oh, poor guy. Uh-huh. Except for they're operating like they do with every monster and starting from the bottom up. Yeah, no. <laughs> they're, they're treating it like a RICO case, yeah, Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. So uh, there's no... I don't... If they bring indictments, the I didn't know any better is... I don't think that that flies. No, that's not. Gonna, um, that's a weak ass argument. For sure, that's an argument you make when you don't have an argument. That's yeah. That's the argument you make when you don't have good lawyers because nobody will work for them anymore. Yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah. Because you'll get fired and shit on and blamed. Mm-hmm. Then you're the fall guy. <laughs> Stupid. If your defense is that I didn't know any better and I got bad advice, who the fuck do you think wants to be your lawyer? Yeah. Right. <laughs> and well, and not only that, like Trump's lawyers need lawyers. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh it's, yeah. Dude, he just he corrodes everything he touches yeah but yet people still clamor to be next to him i was thinking of this did you see the live golf tour thing the live golf tour event no do you know what the live golf tour is no the live golf tour is the saudi-backed golf tour that's rivaling the pga okay so to the saudi government which Uh is a terrible like regime Uh terrible abuses of human rights sure uh but godly rich because of oil right um, to give them their their regime legitimacy, have started a worldwide golf tour. That's going to give them legitimacy. 
yes. Because okay. Because they are paying pro gol- American and British pro golfers, the top guys, mm-hmm. insane amount of money to come over and play for their League. tour. For their tour. tour. Um, leave the PGA and go play <gasps> for the live. They've pulled something like 10 of the top 30 golfers already. They offered Tiger Woods $800 million to leave the PGA to come like to come hobble around the live tour. They yeah. don't care if you win. Right. It's not about winning. It's, it's literally name, just brand. having the names and the brands there. And the guys who have already won on the PGA who mm-hmm. don't really have anything left to prove, they're like, yeah, fucking give me that money. I'll, I'll leave. Because it's not really a turn. It's not. They're not really tournaments. It's more just like you go to a golf course. Everybody gets to come meet and greet with these big names. Yeah. And it's like it's a PR. It's a PR move for the. Who's for the going? They're packed. There was one over here at Pumpkin Ridge. There was a, the first like the first U.S. Live Golf Tour uh-huh. was at Pumpkin Ridge in Oregon. It was only at Pumpkin Ridge because all of the other major courses in the area, the better courses, were like, no, we're not, we're not getting involved with the Saudis. Oh, whoa! But guess who? What piece of shit politician hosted one at one of his golf courses? Trump. Trump. Oh yeah. But yet they'll sit around and talk about how poor Biden is. Like, oh, he's like, because Biden gave a fist bump to yeah Solomon uh, to uh, Ben Salman uh, Ben uh, Ben Salman. And they're like, oh, he's weak. He's showing weakness to the Saudis. Yet the former president is hosting a, the Saudi, the Saudi-backed golf tour at his. He's yeah. benefiting off of the Saudis. The Saudis patting him on the head. And like, <laughs> and Trump is standing there with Tucker Carlson, giving him hugs, and Marjorie Taylor Greene is there. Lauren oh, Boebert's there. Gross. But. The thing I can't, I, I I see Tucker Carlson there, and I'm thinking, what if like. Chuck Todd, who's the head CNN guy, mm-hmm. or what if um, Rachel Maddow, the the lead MSNBC person, yeah, were seen palling around with Biden or palling around with Obama at public, big public events like that? Yeah, people would like the Fox News would be screaming, "See, we told you the like the the, the media, the, main, the, the lamestream media is in yeah. bed with the Democrats. They're biased." Yet Hannity speaks routinely at Trump rallies. Yeah. Has 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 the president on speed dial for advice? Are they are they preaching being moderate and unbiased? Fox News is their their slogan is fair and balanced. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's okay. But their listeners will say, "I listen to Fox News because the other media is biased. They don't tell you the truth. Fox News tells you the truth." But literally, their anchors are sitting there at PR events hosted by the Saudis with. The former president, who's the likely 2024 nominee. I'm just saying, oh, just how how do you how are you that blind? Yeah, and you continue to watch Fox News and think that it's news, it's entertainment. Well, just like the Live Golf Tour, it's nothing more than 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 entertainment. And like I said with my buddy uh, Alex Jones, mm-hmm. if you think it's true, then it's true. Yeah. Well, I mean, Tucker Carlson has even said in his defense when he was sued over uh, the Dominion voting machines, yes. no, no reasonable, per- no reasonable person would watch my show and think it's factual. Like that was his own legal defense. Yeah, but they think it's true, so it must be true because they want it to be true. Yeah, they they want. That's the thing. It's so weird, dude. They want that guy, dude. That's where I've I've been on that kick lately, a lot lately. Not just with that, but like with other individuals, like I see in my life sometimes. But like, that's who you are. Mm-hmm. That's who you are. That's that's rough, dude. 
Like that's the person you're choosing to be. That's the, the guy you're choosing to support. Mm-hmm. That's your guy. I I just in the same like fl- just flabbergast. Like what? <laughs> the I don't I don't get it. I I just I don't get it. And I I'm sure they think the same fucking thing when they're looking at Sleepy Joe, dude. <laughs> But there's never been a moment where I've been like, yeah, Biden's my guy. For sure. I mean, your car's not decaled in fucking his face. Yeah. Stupid. He wasn't even the guy like most people wanted. No. Only like 25% of the Democratic Party wants him to run again. Yeah. His own party doesn't even like him. But it's the greater good. It is the greater good. And (laughs) I mean, I think he's been in the... I mean, the media... He... If anybody wants to talk about bias in the media, like talking about democratic bias in the media like man i don't see it because they hammer the shit out of biden yeah, for sure and gas prices have dropped for 35 straight days mm-hmm. and you don't hear about that yeah all you heard about is it rising yep. and it is it biden's well, fault it's hot but gas prices dropping if they were truly biased you would see that shit plastered all over msnbc and cnn yeah and they were truly that biased right that's a good point that's a great point you would see i mean Biden just killed the number two, El- the uh, number yeah. one Al Qaeda guy, in the number two. At the number two planning nine eleven, mm-hmm. they killed him after twenty something years of mm-hmm. the drone strike. If that was Trump, Fox News wouldn't would still be playing that. Oh yeah, weeks later. Yeah, with Trump on a on a on a on a tank. Yeah, with well, an, Trump, on a raptor. Trump like riding the <laughs> missile. Tri- Trump riding the missile in. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like a bull. <laughs> You know, with his, his military, shirt off, looking jacked. It's even his though military history, dude. If you look at the pictures of him at the Live Golf Tour, he's put on a few pounds. Oh, really? Oh, dude, We're looks... not fat shaming, but I bet he plays the tuba. 